Hey everybody, this is Dr. Vince from FTR and Joliet, and today we have a special guest. What's your name and where are you from? Katie Hunt, and I am from Elwood, Illinois. And how long have you lived in Elwood and in the area? Um, I've lived in the Elwood area for my whole life, which is 37 years and 10 months. Awesome. <laughs> and so with Elwood, Elwood is a hot topic right now on the news. Yes, it is. And so there's a, a new development that they're proposing called mm -hmm. North Point. Mm -hmm. Compass Business Park. Compass Business Park. Mm -hmm. Okay, can you tell us a little bit about that? Sure, so Compass Business Park is a facility where they're um, planning for light distribution, uh, but really it's a warehouse facility. There's upwards of 38 warehouses that, wanna be, that they wanna build, um, over 2,200 acres between um, Manhattan and Elwood, and it's currently all farmland. There's a few homes here and there. So is that like between 52 and 53? I mean, yeah, if you go in a little bit. So um, it would come right off of 53. They, they want to um, build a bridge over 53 so that the trucks can access the park that way. And then it goes all the way over um, to about Cherry Hill Road eventually. You know, right now they're, they just want to focus on annexing the part that is within or that would, Elwood would be able to annex. And then they're going to stop at the boundary line of Elwood and Manhattan where there's currently a boundary agreement. And then our thought is once that boundary um, agreement expires, then they're going to try to pursue that other um, part of it. So right now it's 800 acres that they're looking at. And what are like the north and south? Um, Manhattan Road to the um, north, uh, which people also might know as Arsenal Road, but once it crosses 53, it's Manhattan Road. And then Hoff Road to the um, south. And Hoff Road is right there by the bison? Yes, yeah, it's just it's just north of Medewin, and it's like right where um, the Abraham Lincoln Cemetery is. Right, okay, mm -hmm. so this would affect both of those. Right? Absolutely, absolutely. Wildlife and the cemetery. Right, we, we believe, you know, the group that I'm associated with that does not want the project to go through, we believe that it will affect the Medewin because it will bring a lot of noise and light pollution. Um, and then, you know, the cemetery, they have... A lot of funerals going a day like I've heard upwards of 10 20 funerals a day that come off of 80 down 53 and those funeral processions are getting cut off by trucks um, it's just dangerous you know how funeral procession works you know isn't that illegal it is yeah for them to cut them off it is illegal but I think that it just sometimes it just happens and I don't want to say it's through any fault of the truck driver I think sometimes right. it just happens but the fact of the matter is that they want to add so many more vehicles a day to the roads that that's going to be affected and we have had one or two instances where trucks have gotten lost and gone to turn around in the Abraham Cemetery, and they've, you know, ran over a few graves, which is, you know. <laughs> That's not cool. No, it's not cool. And it's <laughs> not cool. Again, my dad's a vet. That's not cool. <laughs> no, it's not. My grandpa, too. It's not yeah. cool. I agree. Yeah, not, not cool at all. So, uh, you said your group. Which group? Okay, so I'm affiliated with a group called Say No to North Point. Um, obviously, we do not want the Compass Business Park to come to fruition. Um, so there's a, uh, we have like a thousand followers on our public page and there's a group of activists that have about four or 500 people that we just, you know, a bunch of people in the community, Manhattan and Elwood alike, that just don't want to see our, you know, communities change for the negative. Like that we feel like it's going to be a real detrimental project to our communities and to our quality of life. Well, why do you think it's going to be detrimental? Well, first of all, it's a behemoth of a project. You know, 2,200 acres, 38 warehouses is... Unbelievable. You Put know, that just, into like visual. Okay, like so 2,200 acres is three times the size of Midway Airport. Three Midway Airports would be 2,200 acres. That's 
That's huge. That's huge. Absolutely, it's huge. And it's it's eight miles from the nearest interstate. You know, some of these intermodals, even Center Point, which is currently in Elwood and Joliet, you know, it's a lot closer to 55 than this will be. Um, so it just doesn't really make sense that it wouldn't be a little bit closer to an interstate. Um, but again, you know, I don't want I don't want it at all because it's going to take over the agriculture that currently exists. Um, some of the traffic studies say upwards of 60,000 more vehicles on the road, 60,000 on the roads, and that's coming from all directions. But those are all going to funnel onto 80, 55, 57. You know, I just read an article today. Will County is really growing in terms of jobs, which is good. Um, but where are these people going to come from that are going to work these jobs? They're going to be coming from all over. They're going to need to get on 80. They're going to need to get off 53 at, or 80 at 53. So, you know, everybody who drives on 80 to work and it's awful and it's gotten progressively worse, 60,000 more vehicles. Think about uh, that. So, uh, yeah, just because I have trouble wrapping my brain around some uh -huh. stuff. Do we know how much traffic is on the roads, like, currently? No, I, no, we don't. I don't have that number off the top of my head of how many um, vehicles are currently working out of um, the intermodal facilities, you know, Center Point and any of the other warehouses like the Amazon warehouse and the Ikea warehouse. Um, I only know from experience because I drive up and down 53 every day. What's and I get on, well, it gets worse around Christmas time because Amazon hires a lot of seasonal workers. Uh, they have to have a police officer from the Joliet Police Department, um, you know, directing traffic to get in and out. I mean, I've seen where the line to get into the Amazon warehouse goes from the Amazon warehouse like all the way to Millsdale Road. Yeah, that's, that's I mean, a mile and a half maybe. Yeah. And then there's sometimes, this is always fun, when Brandon Road is closed, when the bridge is closed, so you can't get home via Brandon Road. Um, 80 and 53 is a mess. Um, 55 is backed up. So, like, essentially Elwood is, and Manhattan even are being cut off from Joliet because it's just no good way to get there. I've had to go... Um, 80, or actually da through downtown Joliet to Briggs Street to come down Briggs Street to take the back way back into Elwood because everything else was accident or traffic or whatever. So it's essentially cutting off. Yeah, the traffic went, now is. You know, my parents are still in Elwood, which is one of the reasons why this affects me. Because, right. You know, I have to take my kids. I, I personally, I don't like driving my kids to my parents' house anymore. Mm -hmm. uh, they typically come see me. But there was one time where I had to go to my parents' house, and it was like race way traffic you know mm -hmm. you know I'm sitting in traffic forever and it's just line-to-line cars and I couldn't quite figure out what's going on because right I know it's, it's not a race day right right because it used to be when there was a race day we wouldn't leave the house it's right like if it's a we race weekend I'm like I'm not gonna go anywhere right. I better get my grocery. right because the traffic was just so bad which that's you know only during the races and it's every so often like that right. stuff okay I can handle but every day it's just getting there's been times where like I can't to get on to 80 you know, 80 is backed up getting off at Chicago Street, so I can't get on 80 going west towards Joliet because it's just lines and lines of trucks. You know, you have to kind of like finagle your way in through a truck and hope no one's coming at you full speed behind you. So it's just, it's a dangerous situation. It's going to become more dangerous as time progresses if, you know, the infrastructure needs to be updated for sure. 80 needs to get fixed. 55 needs to get widened. I think they all need to get widened, but here's the problem. You're going to add more trucks and more cars to the road before that's done. Who's going to pay for it? Well, I'm assuming the taxpayers. You know, the um, anytime you fix a road, the taxpayers are the ones who end up footing the bill for that, right? You know, I, I, speaking of taxes, I saw that article in, I think it was the Herald, mm 
mm-hmm. where they covered how much taxes are owed per oh, citizen. Oh, per, yeah, per capita, uh, and oh, it's like yeah. 70000 per capita yeah, or something. Yeah, it, it was like 6000 per person that lives there, and then, oh, it was like 24000 Right. Where do those well, numbers come from? Okay, so here's the thing. I mean, to check right kind of just make sure that we're still yeah. going. Um, so here's the thing, you know. Elwood kind of got into a bit of a financial mess because of Centerpoint, okay? So Centerpoint comes in 2001, 2002. They're building a lot of intermodals. They're given a TIF, okay? So TIF is a tax increment financing district where, and again, this is, you know, I'm not an expert, but from my understanding, you know, the TIF, if you're in a TIF, you don't have to pay property taxes as the value of the property goes up. So we build a million-dollar building, I'm not paying taxes on the million dollar building. I'm paying taxes on what it was worth when the TIF started. So that's a 23 year TIF. It's supposed to expire. Holy smokes. It's supposed to expire in 2023, maybe 2020. And then we'll start to see a little bit more revenue from that TIF. Okay. Um, but in the meantime, Elwood, the village of Elwood believed that a lot more business would be coming in as a result of Centerpoint being there. Um, so they took out you know, bonds to do improvements to the sewer and water, the water treatment plant, sewer system. They built a Taj Mahal of village halls, which wasn't necessary, but they did it. You know, there's street lamps every 30 feet or whatever. I remember our old village hall, you know? Yeah, right. It's like, it's still there. It's a white, you know, building. And, you know, I think they, I don't even know, like, what what it could be right now. But, um, so, Elwood got themselves into quite a bit of debt. Okay, so what this North Point company is saying is, hey, we'll give you the money that you need to pay off that debt, and um, then you guys won't be in such a financial, you know, you won't have such a financial issue. Here's the problem with that, though. Um, North Point wants a TIF as well, or they want to change it into an enterprise zone. They want, which is, I believe, essentially the same thing, where they're going to get a break on the taxes. And Elwood is not getting, you know, $31 million or however many million dollars scot-free. That needs to get paid back by Elwood through giving them breaks on impact fees. They don't have to pay any permit fees. And there's something that we saw on the documents that we FOIA'd that um, North Point would get 90% of any truck, overweight truck ticket monies. So if Elwood Police writes a ticket for someone being overweight, um, like their truck being overweight, North Point gets 90% of that. Real quick, can you explain FOIA? FOIA is the Freedom of Information Act. So what the group of us has have done, because we unfortunately just felt like Elwood, the village of Elwood wasn't being very transparent with us, so we FOIA documents, um, annexation agreements between North Point and Elwood. All of this is preliminary because nothing's been voted on, but this is what they're proposing. So proposed annexation documents or annexation agreements, a memorandums of understanding between Elwood and North Point, one of which says that um, North Point will work exclusively with Elwood, meaning when that boundary agreement between Elwood and Manhattan expires, Elwood can go annex that land into Manhattan essentially cutting off Manhattan from any tax benefits that they would see. So, you know, Manhattan, I think the village of Manhattan is a, should be concerned because North Point saying to them, hey, you know, yeah, we'll get there when we get there. Oh, but then working with Elwood, they're saying, hey, we're only going to work with you. So there's just, to us, some things that are happening that we're just not 
you know, so, comfortable with. So these are, I mean, we had some questions that I was going to ask sure. initially, but we've kind of gone in a tangent. I'm sorry. Ben, no, that's all right. No, this is good because there's some stuff that there's, I don't know about. Yeah. Um, in terms of the Freedom for, uh, of Information Act, mm -hmm. I'm assuming you guys are doing this as a group? Or this there's a, take time. There's a lot of individuals that are um, FOIAing certain documents from um, the Village of Elwood. I've done a FOIA through the City of Joliet. Other people have done that through the City of Joliet because we want to know what the relationship is between Elwood and Joliet because um, one of the things is that if Elwood doesn't do it, Joliet will, which is just a scare tactic. We don't believe that would happen. And even if it does, then let Joliet come come down and do it. Fine. Let them do it. I don't want the people who I elected to essentially what I think is ruin the town. So, and then we FOIA documents from Manhattan as well. We FOIA documents from IDOT. Because anything that is done by a government entity, it's, it's pretty much free reign. You know, I am a taxpayer. I'm a voting citizen. I should be able to know what it is that the people I elected are doing and saying um, through paperwork and things like that, emails and all that stuff. So that's where that Freedom of Information Act comes in. And there, there was a vote that went down at some point. It was like four to three or? That might have been Joliet. Okay. Okay, so um, just recently Joliet had a vote to annex and zone some property just north of Knoll Road, uh, which is in between two residential neighborhoods. And um, they wanted to zone it I-4, which is industrial. And they passed that four to three. And again, that's discouraging to us because there's a million square foot empty warehouse sitting right across the street. Center Point's only 60% um, built out. They still have, I believe, upwards of 1,500, 2,000 acres that they still are gonna build. So at what point in time do the citizens of Will County say, let's pump the brakes here, guys. Like, how many warehouses do we need? You know, when is the market going to become saturated with warehouses and who's going to want to live here when there's all kinds of truck traffic? Like, I think it's great that there's jobs. I think it's great that there's a, a lot of different things that people can do in the Will County area. But at what point in time are we going to say, okay, hang on a second. You're not going to build 15 malls all right next to one another, right? So why are we building hundreds and hundreds of warehouses on top of one another when is there really a market for them? Like this Compass Business Park is being built on spec. So they don't even have um, 38 people who are saying, hey, I want your warehouse. I wanna, I wanna get into your warehouse and your Compass Business Park. They're gonna build them and then hope that somebody wants to get in there. Okay. So that's another concern of ours. Are there, are there any pros? I mean, if you ask me, no, but um, <laughs> definitely, <laughs> right. right. <laughs> Definitely people are saying um, there's going to be jobs. Okay, so if they, Compass Business Park, or North Point is saying there's going to be 15,000 jobs once it's fully built out. Um, but then at one of the presentations they said, oh, we're leaning a little bit more towards automation, so maybe there won't be 15,000 jobs. Because a lot of these warehouse jobs are going to be automated. You're not going to have people working there. So you want to say, yeah, it's great there's going to be jobs, but are there really going to be jobs? And the $15 an hour jobs? Those are not jobs that you sustain a family on. Um, so, you know, what are people gonna do? They're not gonna be people that are gonna stay in the $15 an hour job the whole time. They're gonna be very transient and they're gonna be moving in and out or they're gonna move from one warehouse to the other. We, you know, we hear things about what happens at Center Point. You have people that work at one warehouse for six months and then they go work at another warehouse for six months. So you don't always have people that are um, keeping the same job for 10 or 15, sorry, 10 or 15 years. 
So that's kind of a concern of ours. What they're jobs, but are they really good quality jobs? Okay, so um, pros are jobs, but not jobs. Right. Because okay. then the other thing is, you know, the um, building the facilities and moving the earth, and you know, that's those are going to be union jobs, which are good jobs, right? So um, they say there's going to be 1,600 jobs, but that's over the course of 20 years, and 1,600 jobs over the course of 20 years is like seven a month. So, so because seven people can have a job for one month my quality of life should you know change dramatically and there should be a bridge in my backyard and because the bridge will be in my backyard and um, I should be cut off from Joliet you know what I'm saying it's kind of an opportunity cost I look at it as the citizens of Elwood and the citizens of Manhattan we're just an opportunity cost Compass Business Park North Point there's they say they're people first and and we you know we listen to the people well, I think the majority of people don't want it. So, so what can you guys do, like as Elwood, Manhattan? What, what can be done? Well, currently, currently, one family um, whose property is in question, they have a lawsuit against the village of Elwood, because in order to annex property, you have to be contiguous, meaning you have to, you can't just skip property. Like if I'm Elwood, I can't just skip over a bunch of property to annex property that's not contiguous. It mm -hmm. has to all go in a line. So um, one homeowner um, who Elwood says they annexed property, the homeowner says you didn't annex the property, um, they have a lawsuit against Elwood. So that's one thing that we think will work in our favor because um, we do believe that paperwork was filed that was never signed by the homeowner. So we feel like something, you know, maybe a little shady happened there. Um, so that's one thing. The other thing that we're doing is we're just um, really imploring our village trustees to vote the project down. Because at the end of the day, the village trustees and the mayor vote on annexation, zoning, and the annexation agreement. And if they vote no, then it's done. If they vote yes, then it's done, you know, it's done and it's coming in. What's there to be gained? Well, I believe, I think, I feel nothing. You know, of course, that's my opinion. Um, I believe that people feel um, that again, the debt from Elwood would be paid off. Is there another way? Yes. Oh, absolutely. There was just they had the um, financial a financial firm did an audit of Elwood and they presented at the last village board meeting last week. And our options are um, North Point comes in and pays off the debt that we have to pay back, like I talked about earlier, in various ways because it's not free and clear. Or, or we refinance the bonds and people's sewer and water bills go up by about ten dollars a month. Okay. So you tell me what you you know. I'll, I'll pay somebody else's sewer and water bill at ten dollars a month. You know what I'm saying? Careful. I'm telling you, I, and I think I have a hundred other people that would too, if it would stop this project. But again, it's the village. It seems like the the trustees and the and the village board. I, I don't I don't know what it is that they're seeing that I'm not seeing, um, because to me, okay, refinance the bonds and my sewer and water bill goes up a little bit. Sounds good. I'll do that. Um, the traffic. I don't want 60,000 more vehicles on the road. Um, the, um, they say if Elwood doesn't do it, Joliet will. I, the, I guess then let Joliet be the jerks and come in and do it when we don't want it. But our argument is Joliet, Joliet cannot annex it down into Elwood. We don't believe they have the contiguity. Other people do. Um, and I have it on good authority that they won't be able to, they don't have the water capacity to bring their sewer and water down. Um, and for at least 10 years, they won't be able to bring sewer and water down that far. And our, our point is, 
Wouldn't it be easier to go through Joliet now? Because Joliet doesn't have a real stake in the matter. It's land that they don't really care about. So it would be, you know, the lesser of two evils for Compass Business Park to have just gone with Joliet in the first place. But they didn't because we believe they felt that they could kind of pull the wool over Elwood's eyes. And if you really look at, like, the annexation agreement and the memorandum of understanding, there are things in there that don't make any sense to us why Elwood would agree to those things. If this land is such a prime piece of land, then we should be doing it on Elwood's terms. You know, we should be saying, hey, if you want to come in here, here's what you're going to have to do, as opposed to letting North Point tell us what they want to have done. You know what I'm saying? So did, I mean, I'm going to go back, and I don't know any of these answers, but did we learn anything from the Center Point project? Yes. I think that what we learned is that we can't, you know, we're a small town, and we can't just let these behemoths come in and tell us how things are going to get done. You know, we don't have to, we don't have to let Compass Business Park build. We don't have to. That's evidenced by the financial um, audit. We don't have to. So if we're going to, why wouldn't we do it on our terms? So that's one thing. And then the second thing I think we learned is that things don't always come to fruition. You know, we we thought 20 years ago, or not we, you know, the village of Elwood and whomever, you know, agreed to that with Centerpoint, they thought it was going to be a booming, you know, a lot of businesses were going to come down here. They were even talking a hotel. All kinds of stuff was going to come. None of it happened. So why don't we kind of wait and see how things pan out? If you want to build one warehouse or two warehouses, okay, fine. See how things pan out. Because my thought is in 10 or 15, 20 years, warehouses are going to be a thing of the past, and we're going to have a bunch of empty, dilapidated warehouses you know, surrounding our area. That's another thing, too. Elwood's essentially going to be cut off from any growth because you have the, the cemetery in Midday went to the south. You have Joliet to the north. Um, and then to the east and west, you're going to have warehouses. Where are we going to go? There's going to be, you're cutting off any residential growth. There's going to be no new homes built in Joliet. Um, there's not a ton of land for any businesses to be built. Um, so it's kind of like... We just don't, we don't understand why. We don't understand why it's even being considered. Are these things being brought up to the elected officials? Yes. Yes. And we are, um, as a group, we are um, attending village board meetings. The, the, the big meeting um, that's happening right now is the planning and zoning meeting. So that started. Which is... So the planning and zoning commission of Elwood just makes a, they will make a yes or no decision on whether or not they think Compass Business Park fits into Elwood's comprehensive plan. There's a few, there's a, um, you know, seven or eight standards that they need to look at, that the planning and zoning needs to look at and see if Compass Business Park fits into that. Um, so that planning and zoning meeting started on December 19th. Um, we had so many people show up that they couldn't even let everybody in the doors. They had the basement of the village hall was filled. Over 600 people show up. Most want you know, speaking against the project. And because um, because there were so many people there, and then you know, North Point got to speak first, and they spoke for like two and a half hours about, you know, everybody was pretty annoyed that they were up there for two and a half hours talking. Um, but by the time people started speaking, it was 10 o'clock. Is it legal to have one of those meetings where you can't fit everybody in the building? No, and, and the group of us, the Center and North Point group, we do believe that the Open Meetings Act was violated, and we did submit um, our um, objection to that to the um, 
attorney general, I believe it was. I sent an email to somebody, I don't know who it was, and I got an email back. Elwood claims that because they made reasonable attempts, although we called the week before asking it to get moved to the school, um, or attended a meeting and asked that it get moved to the school, and they were told that it would be too expensive for us to send out all of the notices again, but uh, the us was actually North Point. The village wouldn't have had to pay to send out the notices. North Point would have had to pay. Um, so that's a little bit shady to us. Like, why is the village official referring to us, including North Point? Like, whose side are I you mean, on? the school's right down the street. Well, right. right. <laughs> you can post a note on the door. Right. And it's like, you know, like Village of Elwood, who, we want to know whose side are you on. Are you on North Point side or are you on the side of the people who elected you? Um, that's a question that we have, unfortunately. Um, and uh, so we believe it was an Open Meetings Act violation. And then they had to continue the meeting for this Thursday, and they did move it to the school. But again, I mean, there's still 55 people that want to speak, and then they have closing arguments, so, you know, I hope we're not there until 1 in the morning. But we want a big showing. We want people to come out to this meeting. Planning and zoning vote is really only symbolic. They can say yes or they can say no. The village board ultimately has the final say. But we just want to show our opposition. And, and here's the thing too, Vince, and you know, I said this before, but everybody in Will County needs to be concerned about this because not only for the traffic purposes, but the number of trains, you know, the BNSF trains. The Compass Business Park wants to utilize BNSF. And so those freight trains that go um, through, you know, Gauber Road, Cedar Road, Schoolhouse Road, Wolf Road, and I know people out in Frankfurt, Mokina, and New Lenox can get frustrated by those trains, those are going to double. Because the number of lifts, and the lift is like the um, container that goes onto the train, is going to double in size. So we have to assume that the number of trains, or the length of trains or whatever, will double in size. So the amount of time that people are waiting at trains will double. So, this, I mean, this affects everybody in the area. I think so. Um, why is this not getting more exposure? Well, but, <laughs> but you know what? We think that, I mean, we have, Channel 9 News was out with us um, at the planning and zoning meeting, and we do believe that um, some more news outlets will be there on Thursday. Um, WJOL has done a phenomenal job covering it. And again, and WJOL too, they do look at both sides. I mean, and I think that's important. I do think it's important that people look at both sides of it. Because if you're really for it, that's fine. I, I, I can understand why some people are for it. But when you have... Is it nine, just the jobs? I think, that's a, I think that's probably the biggest thing is just the jobs. Because who wants a warehouse in their backyard, right? So I would think the jobs is probably the biggest um, reason why people any, are for any it. Any other pros? Because we never finished on the pros. So. Yeah, right. <laughs> that was the first question. Um, any other pros? Um, I don't... I don't think so. I think okay. the jobs is probably the thing that that they're saying, and they're and you know um, North Point is saying we're it's a responsible plan. I don't I don't care if it's responsible or irresponsible like that. I, I don't want it, you know. Understandable. So um, I, yeah, I think probably most people think it's um, the jobs are the biggest pro, but um, again, like I said, at what cost? At what cost? Yeah. You know the cost of the quality of life of everybody around around this Will County area, and you know we've. Um, tried to talk to county board members and even state officials um, to try to, you know, see what else we can do. But again, at the end of the day, it is those village trustees. And we, you know, those village trustees, they're our neighbors. They live in Elwood as well. And I elected them, and I think everybody elected them to be a voice for us. I didn't, I don't elect someone thinking 
they're just going to make the decision based on what they feel is best. You're the voice for me. So as an elected official, you need to listen to what the people are saying and vote accordingly. I, you know, someone, one of the, I believe one of the trustees said he hadn't made up his mind yet. Well, I don't need you to make up your mind. <laughs> I need you to listen to the people that elected you. Because to me, that's what an elected official does. They listen to the people that elected them and vote accordingly. If, uh, if so many people show up that they can't fit into the school, then what? Well, that's what happened at the, at the meeting on the 19th of December, and they just shut the doors and said, sorry, you know, no more room. And then, you know, 15 minutes later, they were able to let some more people in. But they had people at the windows looking in. I mean, it was like December 19th, it was cold. You can't expect people just to wait outside. So a bunch of people left. So I think if they shut the doors at the school, I think they'll just continue on with the meeting like they did the first time. Uh, and again, we think it's an open meetings X violation. I don't know if that means there's fine or if that means whatever happened at the meeting doesn't didn't happen and they have to do it all over again. I'm not sure what that means. But again, I just, I think this could all be um, ended if the Village of Elwood would listen to the residents and just say, you know what, thanks but no thanks. Maybe we'll try again in a few years. Um, but they're not. They're, they're pursuing the project as well um, based on the memorandums of understanding and all that stuff. And North Point, they're pouring a lot of money into this. So they have to have some idea of whether or not it will be successful because you're not going to go spend millions and millions of dollars on something that you know won't happen. So I believe, and the group of us believe that if Elwood were to say, I mean, you, you can do whatever you want, North Point, but really we don't want it, that would kind of be the end of it. That's how, I mean, I don't know if that sounds stupid to you. It sounds I mean, simple. It sounds very simple. So because that's not happening, we all have a lot of questions because you have people that are, you know, they had at the December 19th meeting, they had the Will County Sheriff there directing traffic. They had all kinds of signs and lights set up. They knew there was going to be a big crowd. And generally, I would say 95% of the people that were there are against it. So what's the question? Why, why is... When is, the, when is the next meeting? The next planning and zoning meeting, or the continuation of that first meeting, is this Thursday night. That's um, January. January 11th. 11th, yes. January 11th, 7 p.m. at the Elwood School. And that is where um, they're going to continue with public comments. So we still have 55 people that have signed up for public comments, and we don't even know how many more people might show up to still talk. And how, how do you sign up? Well, when you get there, they went, um, when we got there... On December 19th, there was a, a desk at the front where you just took a number and um, put your name down. So does, I imagine I'll do that. Does this meeting just keep going on like in perpetuum until they're out of speakers? I <laughs> well, once the speakers end, then there's closing arguments. The group, of, um, the public gets to make closing arguments. So um, the Say No to North Point group has um, nominated a few people, or a few people have stepped up, myself included, to um, do the closing arguments for the public side of it. North Point gets to make closing arguments. There gets to be a rebuttal somewhere in there, and then the Planning and Zoning Commission gets to ask questions. So, I mean, my my thought is that there, there'll be a third meeting because I can't imagine how they'll get all that done. And, you know, the last meeting was from 7 to 11 p.m. I would hope they would respect people's time and end this one at 11 p.m. as well, even 10 p.m. I mean, it's to sit there for four hours was, was maddening because it's kind of like, why are we doing this? Why? To me, it's very obvious what the people want. What what else is the question? Um, so, if people want to learn more about this, okay. Where do they go? 
So like I said, I do, I'm a firm believer in looking at both sides. And I do believe that if you look at Compass Business Park, and even though it's really pretty and they got a lot of great graphics, at the end of the day, you'll know it's not the best thing for our community. So the website for that is um, cbpark.com. So that would be where you would go to find out what Compass Business Park is proposing and what they look like or, you know, what, what they want. Um, for us, we came up with a website, know2northpoint.com, and um, that's where you could go to kind of see our side. We also have a Facebook page, um, so you could just search Know to North Point, and there's a public Facebook page that we'd love you know, to have a ton of people see because, again, we feel like you know, knowledge is power, and, and we feel like we could you know, refute every claim that the village of Elwood or North Point is making. We could tell, point counterpoint, we could tell you why that's not gonna be good for our community. So. Uh, one, one last question. I saw something about a, a farming parade. Okay, yeah, so, <laughs> um, because the thing too is that that's a huge agriculture um, area. There's two um, farms, you know, all the land is farming and people farm here and there, like, you know, hodgepodge, mm -hmm. but there are two really large farming operations right in that area. So to get like the combines and all the equipment in and out is going to become difficult for those farms. And, um, not only that, but they travel those roads. So if you combine semi trucks going 60 miles an hour, even 40 miles an hour with, um, combines going 10 miles an hour, to me, that spells Disaster. So um, Erin Gallagher, who is a um, community consultant, so she's done a lot of work for us. She was a um, journalist, or she is a journalist, and she wrote a lot of articles um, for the Daily Southtown, Chicago Tribune would kind of, they would, um, I think it's called a byline that they had, so some of her stories would get printed there. She's organizing this um, community parade with farm trucks um, to show how slow they go and how much room they need and how much time they need versus all the semi-trucks at the same time. So that's gonna kinda, of, I don't know the exact route, but it's gonna end up going through Elwood. That's during the day on Thursday. So just to kind of illustrate, you know, what it is we're really looking at here. Cause we're not, we're not just looking at a few extra cars and a few extra trucks. One of the traffic studies said 60,000 vehicles a day and roads will fail. If Lairway Road is not updated, it will fail. If Baseline and Arsenal are not updated, it will fail. And so who pays for all that? Because it's not going to be, you know, North Point or the warehouses. It's going to be the taxpayers. Um, are you guys talking to officials from uh, Abraham Lincoln Cemetery? We have, yes. And I think, you know, the thing with a lot of, like, Medewin and Abraham Lincoln is that um, they, they have, to my knowledge, spoke out against it. But it comes down to the Elwood Village trustees. You know, we, we have searched and searched and searched for just got a lot of power. <laughs> the Elwood villages they do. Yeah. They do. And so we're we're kind of at a at a point where like I don't I don't want any of them to hate me. I respect what they do. I wouldn't want to be in their shoes. Um, but the answer is very simple. Vote no. I mean, vote against it and I think everything would be all right. You know, you'd be ever if, if they vote no, they're gonna we'll have a ticker tape parade for the Elwood officials when they vote no. I mean <laughs> But then what's the alternative if they vote yes? I'm ner I'm scared for what might happen if they vote yes. I mean, first of all, I think you're going to have a ton of people move move out of Elwood. I, most people I've talked to have said they'll cut their losses and just move out because they don't they don't want to be there. So why are we making a community where people don't want to be? We have we have a real opportunity because we're so 
it, we're close to Joliet and we're close to, you know, the Shorewoods and Plainfields and you can, those communities are, are nice communities and we can make Elwood into such a nice community. Um, and I think we're just going in the wrong direction. So is there anything else that you want to say before we... Uh... Oh, God, I mean, how much time do you have? There's a lot I want to say. <laughs> but I, again, I mean, if, if any Elwood officials watching this, we're just... Please, we just love you to be on our side because we voted for you, trusting that you would listen to us when things like this would come up. So we're asking that you know you listen to us when you make your vote. And, and pe anybody who's watching this, go to the websites and, and inform yourselves and tell people because there's a lot of people who say, it, this is a done deal, it's happening, or Joliet's coming in to do it. Well, it, it can't be a done deal because the Iowa trustees have to vote on it. So if it's a done deal, then something illegal happened. So it's not a done deal because nothing illegal has happened to our knowledge. Um, and, and just arm yourselves with knowledge and, and tell everybody about it. Anybody that you know that lives in Will County or even Grundy County or Kendall County, they are going to be affected by this project if they drive on 80. So, or if they drive in New Lenox and, or if they're in Frankfurt. And, you know, my thought is where's the traffic going to come come from if people want to avoid 80 if you're on any of those arterial is that the right word roads you know in the Manhattan Frankfurt area people who work there are going to be driving down Hoff Road and Schoolhouse Road and um, you know Baker Road and Delaney Road and Shear Road out in Frankfurt people are going to try to find shortcuts to get from wherever they're coming from to Elwood yeah, so they, I know they just, they just ran an article on that. And Good Morning America had something where like Google Maps now will take you the shortest route. Oh really? And so if there's a traffic backup, they'll take you through neighborhoods. Yeah. So I'm telling you, that's that's going to be a problem for people. And people think, you know, people who live on, you know, say um, Baker Road in Manhattan, think it's far enough away for me. I'll be fine. Fifteen thousand workers, fifteen thousand more cars coming trying to get to Elwood a day. You know, I know what way I take to get to Frankfurt. And it's, Don't say it. Yeah, right? <laughs> it's not 80 to 45, I can tell you that. So, I mean, I just think that everybody needs to be concerned about this project. And, and you know, as we need to implore our villages and our cities and towns to say, hey, let's pump the brakes here. There's, Let's get all the warehouses we have and that are already on the books. Let's get those full before we start building more. Okay, perfect. Thanks so much, Thanks Vince. for your time. Sure, have a good one. Thanks.